BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Well, the Omaha area is going to get a special visit from the 2014 Nobel Peace Prize recipient, also the youngest ever Nobel laureate, Malala Yousafzai. She's going to be a featured speaker at the 16th annual Lunch for the Girls. It's the benefit for the Girls, Inc. of Omaha. They always get somebody really cool to come in. They've been doing this, well, 16 years. Uh, It's going to be July 18th at the CenturyLink Center. The luncheon will be held from 1130 to 1 p.m. Tomorrow, tickets will be, uh, information about tickets will become available on the Girls, Inc. website or by calling Girls, Inc. So, Malala, she's the girl that at the age of 11 in Pakistan started blogging. And so then the uh, journalist started interviewing her, and once she got public profile in October of 2012, um, while boarding her school bus, a uh, Taliban hitman basically shot her. Gosh. Yeah. Just um, And she's the amazing story. She recovered. She speaks. I know she speaks English. She speaks, I think, a few languages. <clears throat> Won the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. She's written a book. Um, I am... She's 18 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... Um, I mean, what a... Just the strength that she has you know so after she got shot i mean it could have ended her life it didn't she went back she went back she had the choice i mean they'd gone overseas uh, i believe to england to the uk to get her face facial reconstruction and you know they were offered asylum i mean they're like you don't have to go back and they she and her family said no where they wanted to and she has continued with her message and they continue to say that i mean she is still somebody who could you know, the Taliban could take a shot at. Again. Oh, yeah. She lives in England. We we always make a big deal over here about political correctness because somebody t- Twitter assassinates you. Yeah. I mean, this is the real deal. She, you remember Salman Rushdie? He was yes. one of the mm-hmm. early canaries on the mine, the guy that writes a book, and then um, the He's moon, moon bats put a price on his head. Yeah. Uh-huh. They forever. target these people. So, yeah, there'll be a price on her forever. So the ACLU is saying that the state of Nebraska is putting itself at risk of a federal lawsuit because it doesn't have enough nurses working at state prisons. The State Department of Correctional Services says about 20% of its nursing positions are open right now. Officials blame a nationwide nursing shortage and the ability of getting of nurses to get higher paying jobs elsewhere. So basically we need more people to become nurses and if you're the worst kind of nurse, maybe you can work at a prison. There you go. <laughs> Omaha's Oracle, uh, uh, Warren Buffett, is going to spend three hours answering questions on live television. When? Today? Yeah, uh, he it, it, it happened already, actually. Oh, yeah, he was on Squawk Box on Squawk CNBC. Box. 5 to 8 a.m. this morning. In a letter published Saturday, Buffett reported a 32% jump in the last quarter of 2015. You know, we're gearing up for the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting uh this was the letter that was released on saturday and, he's saying uh, don't be so depressed america he goes don't listen to the politicians who say that you know america's in bad shape things are great yeah, things mm-hmm. are good 30 yeah. how much 30 percent yeah wow. he, it, so it's been good good for him i mean he's still buying i think it was like natural gas or something i mean because people are like you know look at him he's still investing in fossil fuel you know that kind of thing and 
Uh, people watch him. I mean, and this will be the first year I believe Yahoo is going to be streaming the event. You know, Berkshire Hathaway hosts their big annual meeting here in Omaha, and the CenturyLink is usually where they give it uh, so all the shareholders can come and hear the Oracle themselves. And I believe this year will be the first year that they're going to actually stream it for people who can't make the trip. Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump is making it clear that he disavows former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke. Trump was on NBC's Today show one day after he set off a firestorm of controversy by not saying the same thing on CNN's State of the Union. Sunday, uh, Trump claimed that he didn't know anything about David Duke. Now, this morning, he blamed that incident on a very bad earpiece, saying it prevented him from hearing what the anchor was saying. But people were like, how could you not know who the KKK is if that was in the... Yeah, right. description, right? Exactly. So no, I don't know anything about him. Yeah. A Republican presidential candidate, Marco Rubio, you know, he was he's jumping all over Donald Trump for not outright just disavowing the former oh, grand yeah. wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, I got to say, though, you got to, you know, there's more to all these stories than just sound bites. The bit is, is that Trump refuses to have the question control the conversation. OK, no matter what you try and frame at, throw at him, I'm saying in theory, what I think a lot of times what Trump does is he's not going to let you throw a question like that and then make you okay. I see what you're it. His yeah. bit is I can I can control about the, it. I control the conversation. I didn't bring that up. You did. Yeah. Bunch of racists want to come out and support me. Now, obviously, this is a pretty controversial. I would think the smart play would be yes. very simple. Shoot it down to back that down. But I'm saying I don't think this necessarily. Do you? Did any of us really think that Trump is backing the KKK? No. no. But no. that's why I think he gets, he resonates with people. That he's gonna, he's not gonna let somebody else control, control the, the conversation. Dialogue, yeah, which is what we do in this country. We always throw landmines at people, and you put, you set people up. Right. You know, so. Well, tomorrow it will be um, a lot of people making their voices heard at the ballot boxes because it's Super Tuesday. So this is uh, the big day for presidential hopefuls, um, you know, hoping for a lot of wins, a lot of delegates, and a chance to, you know, seize that brass ring, which is the uh, golden ticket to, you know, represent their party in the general elections. Retired Air Force general who headed the CIA and the NSA says the military could refuse to follow Donald Trump's orders, though, if the Republican candidate becomes president. This is an interesting conversation. It happened on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher. Uh, General Michael Hayden. This is the guy that came out and recently he's supporting Apple in the fight versus the FBI. Michael Hayden okay. is an NSA guy. He made a lot of press by saying, hey, you know, Apple's got, yeah, got the right point. to protect themselves. So I guess he went on uh, Bill Maher's show and said that, you know, one of the things that Trump, uh, you know, has been talking about in some of his uh, campaigns is the fact that, you know, going after terrorist family members. Um, which is banned by the Geneva Convention. So Hayden was saying, like, if Trump, as president, ordered an attack on terrorist families, the American armed forces would have to refuse that act. Okay. So they're saying that that could be a big moment. You know, members of the military are not required to follow an unlawful order. So it could be something It where, was kind of loose oh. conversation. Uh, Mar jumped on it, though, and said, you could see that Mar saw the headline. So you, what you're saying is that if people vote for Trump... Right. The military won't back him, and Hayden was kind of like, well, that's not necessarily what I was saying. He was just saying no military would ever do that. No American military would follow do up that. those plans. Yeah, because yeah. you can't. No, yeah, you, it, would be, it would make us um, in breach of you know, all the pacts that we've signed inter- yeah. internationally. But that's always been a difficult Rogue line nation. for soldiers. People can always throw that out there, that it's against you know, America to, to, to 
do unethical things when right. you're a soldier, but that's a tough line when you're the person out there on the other end. <laughs> With the gun, you're really shot supposed at. to answer orders. Yeah. Well, a Navy SEAL is going to be receiving the Medal of Honor, highest um, honor in the land. Uh, a Navy SEAL Team 6 member. Uh, tonight, President Obama will honor Senior Chief Edward Byers. He's receiving the nation's highest military honor for his role in rescuing a doctor held hostage by the Afghan Taliban back in 2012. Byers is only the sixth SEAL to be awarded the Medal of Honor. He's the first living sailor to be given the award since President Clinton belatedly awarded a Medal of Honor for bravery in the Vietnam War. What a, a fun, incredible job that these guys... <laughs> I know. You've got the stones and you can make the team. Right. So in this rescue operation, they're, they halo jumped. So they, they jump out of the back of an airplane and then they fly. <laughs> they, they fly for like 20 minutes parachuting down, flying... Over borders. Yes. They drop them out of radar range and they fly into their target and then pull their chute last minute. And then they got to hike in. And then they got to march in and they, this was a hardcore firefight. Somebody was killed. They lost a guy. Yeah. And um, this guy, they said he ran into the room and um, put his hand, went hand to hand on a guy shooting. Oh, uh, grabbed him by the neck and stuck him against the wall. Because they thought somebody had a suicide vest. You hear that story, whether this happened or not. You remember the story they said when they got Bin Laden, the first guy in the room tackled the chick? Yes. Because they thought she had a suicide vest. The deal is you're supposed to wrap up that person so when they blow up, they blow you up. Oh, God. You like to have that role. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what, like, this guy was describing. Nobody knows who's going to be first, one in. Sometimes it's organized, but sometimes the plan falls apart. And if you're the guy that's supposed to go first, you got to go what, first. That's what you do. Yeah, that's your job. Yes. Ugh. Just so scary. Uh, Scott Kelly is getting set to return to Earth. He spent almost a year in outer space. He's turning over command to the International Space Station to a fellow astronaut. He's going to come back to Earth. He spent 340 days in space. That's the longest time a member of NASA has been in orbit. Uh, how's, he getting, how's he getting back? Like, who's giving him a ride home? The Russians. He's going uh, to land in Kazakhstan tomorrow. How fun. So what they're doing is, is this is what, it's cooler, it's part of a bigger project. So he was out there because researchers want to understand what happens to the human body after long periods of living in zero gravity. Yeah. It's information that's going to help them plan a manned mis- mission to Mars in 2030. 2030. Yeah. So this is all like, this is like an experiment. I mean, basically he, he opted to be, you know, a lab rat. For so them for what, a year. It, it, how long was he up there? 340 days. Is that the, that's not the record, though, is it? Yeah. Ru- for NASA, it is. Right, but the uh, Russians were in the yeah. International Space Station for, I think, longer than that. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. I think He's been having fun up there. Did you see that footage of where... He was, like, in a bear outfit or something? He got a monkey suit from his brother. Uh, oh, somebody sent also, him a monkey suit. Was his he, brother did. Was he getting chased, or was he the guy wearing the suit? He was wearing the suit. I kind of thought, I'm like, well, clearly they're out of jobs. <laughs> they got some free I mean, time. What's the weight? Like, how do you get that green lit? Like, I I'm sure know. every mission, you know, we have to rent space on a Russian. It was know. part of the supply shipment. You know, they eat, they can get care packages from home. And I guess his brother, you know, who's a fellow astronaut, that was part of the last supply shipment that they just got about two weeks ago. Okay. And I just that wonder how much his... red tape that takes to get that, to get it. To uh, get it up there. I know. Well, especially after watching The Martian. I mean, if, I mean, pull, I mean even it's a great idea for a prank, but you you would still think they'd go, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> You're going to clown around up there? <laughs> Come on. I thought the same thing, especially after watching The Martian. I mean, don't you have to research everything you send into space? Like, do you, what, I don't know, does the monkey suit 
static electricity cause of fire. You would just think that some egghead in the lab coat goes, yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Nope. Well, it, so it, he, made, it made the cut. It got, it, it faded. And then it was it, a it, weird video. Oh. You know. So it's last, like me putting on an outfit and chasing you around the studio, Jeff. It's like, why? The clip is hilarious. I know, it's just weird. You're running I mean, around weightless. Yes. I guess you got to keep your sense of humor when like you're in space. like a Benny Hill sketch. A monkey suit chasing an astronaut. Yeah. Like, well, clearly they're out of tasks. <laughs> Don't you guys need to be running some sort of oh, test somewhere? The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. Oh, uh, hey, by the way, I made it out to film streams this weekend, and I regretted not going sooner. That is a nice place, man. So, did any of the shorts that you watched yeah. win an Academy Award? Yes, I went to the, uh, I saw the animated uh, shorts, and the bear, the bear story won, and I called that one also. Not also, but I called that one. I'm like, that one was so good. Uh, it, it basically not the Revenant Bear, the animated bear. animated bear. Those those uh, some of those uh, shorts were really strange, uh, but Pixar, man, I don't know, they, they're just so fantastic. They had a they had a uh, nominee in there. Uh, I'm not sure where the uh, the bear story came from, but uh, it was good. Uh, pretty much what happened was uh, it's about a, a bear family and a circus guys come and take the bear and the zebra and the uh, you know the giraffe and all that stuff away. Well, he escapes the zoo or not the zoo, but the uh, circus after doing all these things, goes back home and uh, it's just an empty home. The uh, mama and the bear—you almost wanted to cry. I was going to say. I mean, you almost wanted to cry in the end because he also built these little mechanical. He's like a mechanical, um, you know. How do you explain it? Like, you, you wind the box and it, this stuff happens, you know. And he's on the corner showing this happy story that he wanted it to happen more. And it was about his life, actually. So, yeah, it won, rightfully so. And it was a, it was a good one. There was a couple other good ones as well, but that one stood out the most. But Filmstream is fantastic. I, and I will, in fact, go there more often. I will. I promise you that. It was nice. Uh, it's, a not, not, it's a lot different than I thought it and expected it to be. I sound like a dork because I live here. but Really know. cool theater, man. Oh. It is very cool, and it was packed. There's a lot of people that support uh, the theater. Right, it's you know, it's just it's awesome. It's such a slowdown. I mean, again, it's one of those ultra cool stories that you have something to be proud about. I mean, Saddle Creek Records, yeah, you know, becomes national. They put in a venue that slowdown was considered one of the coolest live music venues by Rolling Stone a few years ago, and then right next to it, you got Film Streams, yeah, where Alexander Payne brings back. The movie The Descendants and shows it in Omaha at film streams before it showed. The only other places were in L.A. and New York. I mean, that's something badass. Now, now Payne had a lot to do with getting this theater here, right? He's on he the was board. on the board. He's okay. on the board. Mm-hmm. The right. deal is there's a lot of deep pocket benefactors that support film streams. Yeah. I saw so it because before it the movie. It seems a little weird when you go and you're like the only guy in this. Yeah, I could see that. In the audience. But nobody <laughs> seems to be concerned because it's like, Bill's paid. We're good. We're good. Get popcorn or don't get popcorn. We're good. We're good here. I was thinking the same thing. How's the movie? You're like, it's good. Should I call some friends? I mean, do you you guys want to show the movie? I feel guilty that you have to turn the the electricity on. Yeah, you got to go back down. It's awesome. They have great movies. You know, I was thinking the same thing when it's because before the film, they uh, they were showing, uh, you know, just a a bunch of the uh, contributors and and supporters and stuff like that and how much they donated, so and so forth. And I was thinking of something like, geez. 
they do have a lot of giant supporters. They should. Giant. It's so. the arts, man. It's good. Uh, did you have a beer? I did not have a beer. I cannot watch a movie and drink a beer. I just have oh, water. Oh, really? I can't. I can't do it. I've tried it over and over, so and I just don't enjoy thing it. that you can't, because everything else Seriously, you everything cannot else. do without alcohol. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the three hours in my life. If I go to a movie theater, that I won't have to be sober. Because you'll have to. Because <laughs> party has to pee every four minutes, so that's why <laughs> you don't want to have to get up in the middle of the movie. It will make me use the restroom. Right. It really? absolutely will. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like yeah, when you drink, you pee, and then and um, you know, <laughs> yes, Molly. Well, um, no, I know. I'm... I would drink more than I normally would drink in a movie. You know what I mean? Yes. I drink like four or five beers. Um, well, that's a lot, isn't it? I mean, they have great. I was say, you can't just stop at one. That's the bigger thing. He, he's not starting because he won't be able to stop, which means he won't necessarily be going out and going to the bathroom. He'll be having to go out and get refilled. Oh, they have. They sell like the hippie microbrews. You can get like yeah. a big old IPA. They sell some big beers. Oh yeah. So you don't have to go back for a refill. Like yeah. I usually will get a giant. I've got like a giant bottle. It looks like a forty ounce. Yeah, I've noticed they're all awesome. some IPA. Yes. Me and a couple of grandmas uh. <laughs> checking out some, Love it. some movie. <laughs> All right. Film streams, it's check it out. That time. It, but listen, the only reason I yeah. give you, we give each other grief, yeah, we yeah. give party grief for being a Westie. Yeah, and I know. It's because party, this is, you've never, he's never lived out West. You used to always, oh, you never went, you never went West of 50. I hated going West. I hated it so much. Uh, but now it's like, isn't that weird how that works? Now I'm out west, and I don't, I never make it back down to my, whenever I, I went to Dundee, the old Dundee Dell, I had to go there one more time, and gosh, I brought back so many great memories. It's sad that that thing is finally, it's finally um, renovated, by the way, and they're and all pretty, go. and now it's gone. Um, it's going to be gone. Like, what, a 12-year renovation project? <laughs> yes, that's what I always say to them, like, God, I was here five years ago, and they were working on it, but they planned on getting it done by... Uh, St. Patty's Day last year, but finally got it done on by, by Halloween. That was the longest. The longest. It was like they announced the new Dell at 50th and in, in, in Underwood. And what year was that? 2002 Jeez. or three? <laughs> A long time ago. Remember the parade yeah. marched from the old Dell to the new Dell? Yes. Oh, and yeah. then it's like, and we're all Dell people, and none of us like knew that the old Dell, Dell wasn't going anywhere. So then you'd show up nostalgically, like, I thought you guys were closing. Yeah. And they'd be like, no, we built a new bar. Yeah, and just like, they're always it. adding stuff to it. Yeah. All right, so now the the old Dundee Dell um, has that lower area with that, that bar down there. Mm -hmm. Was that how big it was before? Or was the other, and, and the main area added to that? I was trying to figure that out. because no, it's that, a big, remember, there's a pool table. Yeah, I know there's a pool table. There's a pool but, table up a long time ago. There was the pool table up on the far corner. They should keep something there. I mean, it's... What are they turning it into, Molly? Some kind of thing so they can the have... Main the, yeah, the main bar was down below. Yeah, The main bar was always down below. Yeah. And then if you went upstairs, there were basically tables, and there was a tiny bar yeah. toward the far east wall. A yeah. tiny bar. Now it's bigger. Like, basically, you'd go up there and play pool, sit at tables, and you could grab a couple beers from that one. Yeah. But mainly, you always had to go down to the little Crow's Nest bar oh, yeah. to get I a beer. I love the Crow's Nest bar, and I wish that when they renovate and do all this stuff that maybe they just close that off and leave it leave that little bar area I thought they were just the way it is. in the whole thing for I don't know what they're going to I mean I, they haven't I mean 
they film streams is taking it over they haven't set up like i don't think that they've gotten as far as like architectural plans or at least sharing them with the public but i i know it's okay. that little area that you're talking about i think it would be neat to keep it? that i know because i always thought that that was such a cool little cove i mean you can't you know, really there fit. was that one seat there too like the yeah. one little i just i always really liked that you can fit maybe 15 people in there mm-hmm. but you know it's just a tiny little yeah it's neat. i don't know memory you know so you're so. basically you were on a nostalgia tour Yes. Poor Wileen. Of the eastern part of the city. <laughs> oh, showing, <laughs> showing Wileen's Wileen. like, okay. And you're like, oh, let's go. It's like, dad's having his day out. <laughs> Wants to take me to all the places where they don't bulldoze them. Then I took her to uh, the interlude. Uh, the lude! And I, and I mean, the interlude's an interesting place as well. I love it. It's uh, Scotty Petrowski. Oh, yeah. Um, those chairs, and I told Wileen, I'm like, these chairs right here have been in this bar longer than, than 20 years, because, you know, I've been going to this bar forever. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just fun. I, I don't know, I just had a good weekend, uh, hitting the, uh, the old school places, so, anyway. Does yeah. she call you daddy? <laughs> Not yet. Daddy? Take me to more old places, daddy. <laughs> oh. Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Oh, 94.1. Leonardo DiCaprio, after four times being nominated, he finally walked off with uh, Best Actor honors. Um, and then it was Brie Larson for her work in Room for Best Actress. Uh, the big winner of the night um, was Mad Max Fury Road. While it didn't take home any, like, the big, huge prizes, it took home the most statues, six. But it was mostly for, like, design, special effects, sound editing, that kind of thing. I mean, it was, an, uh, I mean, that movie was such a cool spectacle. Even, like, when they did Best Sound, you could tell right away, like, when they compared the clips to the other movies. It was yeah. like, oh, that one totally has to. Oh, yeah. You bet. Just un- I thought it was cool seeing Michael Keaton up there. Back-to-back mm-hmm. years, Michael Keaton was on stage at the end of the night for no. Best Picture. Last year, Birdman, he was a part of that, which was that same director who did The Revenant. That Interatu, yeah. Uh, Alejandro Interatu, he's the one that won Best Director for The Revenant, and they did a split this year. I mean, The Revenant didn't take home the top prize, even though a lot of the big... But then Keaton's up there for Spotlight, which mm-hmm. got Best Picture. So it's like, those are the eyes to watch next year. Michael Keaton, will he go three for three? Being a part of the best picture yeah, and the Serato, whatever he does, is gold. Yeah, he's had a really good run. Hopefully, I want to see, um, I want to see Michael Keaton winning an Oscar though. You know, last year he didn't win for best actor, but he was close. He was so close. Bird Everybody Man. thought it was going to go to him, and then it went to Eddie Redmayne for his work in the. Remember, I'm just saying, I, I got to. I'm telling you, you guys remember, I saw Birdman last year, and I came in and said. The next day, that is the best picture. Yes, you're you're right I on said the that. thing. You said it this year too. I said Spotlight was the best picture, and I saw all of them. You guys got to see Spotlight. It's, it's just a good a movie. Of- it's just I think the Academy got it right of who was deserving. Which remember, white, black, male, female, whatever. Take all the politics out of it. It's supposed to be what is the best. Yes. Um, incredible story. Like what? What is extraordinary? Yeah. Not just good. You don't get stuff. I mean, it's got to be good. That's why I thought the same with all this stuff. Like, they got the thing, Mad Max, right. Don't you guys think that that was totally deserving of all the technical awards? They got all the awards that that movie deserved, absolutely. Like, Martian was a great movie. We all loved Martian. And I thought the special effects in The Martian were incredible. Yeah. But not on the level of Mad Max, which basically took... Nothing there. Yeah. I mean, and made something out of it. Made something out of an endless chase. There's nothing to do that movie 
All it is is a truck going from A to B. Yes. In the desert. For an hour and 50 minutes. And you, and it works. Yeah. The girl in Mad Max, who's that again? That's uh, Shirley's Saron. Oh, that, that was Shirley's. Okay. How come she got, I feel like Stunning. She, she should have been nominated. For what, though? <laughs> Just being intense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she looked good. It was good acting. Tom Hardy Ooh. was great in it. Yeah. Well, all they really had to kind of do was, like, the accolades should go there. to all the technical people. Right. Make Which them look did. good. Make the action. Like, that movie is perfect. That fight scene where he's fighting with her, and he's got he's, he's strapped like to chain. that chain, yeah. and the girls are yanking at him. I mean, the blood all, bag. Yes, all that action of where the camera goes, and you're following it. You just sit back and eat your popcorn like, holy cow. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I will still remember when I watched that movie at the theater... I thought I was going to grind my teeth off. I was so tense after watching yes. it. It was such a good movie. Right? I can't remember go. where the break is in that film, but there is a moment where it's like, I think there's no stop until like 25 or 30, 20 minutes maybe into the movie. 25 minute moment, I think, is where you you can take a breath. Yeah. And people are like, holy cow. Oh, I just I came out of that tense, very tense. But, the, but the, it was good. I, I think the Oscars, you know, was good overall. It was long. Chris Rock did a great job yes. of slaughtering the the <laughs> elephant in the room. The yes. establishment. Um, you know, I guess the idea is you're supposed to embarrass the Oscars. I, I thought it was, but it bordered on the edge of too much, I thought, personally. But maybe that's my take because I'm a white guy. <laughs> but, like, even people in the audience, you wondered, were, were, you know, the uncomfortable level of, like, all right, are we embarrassing Hollywood or are we just making everyone feel uncomfortable? I, I think everyone was uncomfortable. Everybody, That's I think you're just sitting through it because you have to smile. Right. They're doing the cut twos and you have to, you, you know. It's, I want to hear I what the pushback it. is from, like, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith because uh. he really did put them in the, his sights, you know, about... they started the... the they, wow, because uh, they addressed she, it. You know, Jada was defending her husband. Yeah. She's standing up for her mm -hmm. husband. Concussion. Saying he's in concussion. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought it was interesting that he would call them out. He didn't have to. I thought I it mean, was funny that he was calling out Jada because he's yes. like, you know, you're... TV. You're a TV person. That's what I mean. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Well, one of the comments that people made was, it's kind of interesting, you know, because they, you know, were shaking... Basically, down every every source they could to try to find a diverse presentation lineup, you know, like presenters. And most of those people weren't film people; they were TV people. And that, foreign, yeah. I mean, and that was the big and thing like that British. they were talking about. They're like, okay, that's great. You are never. I don't know of any film that you've been in this year, but I love your television show. Like, it was just interesting because usually the Academy Awards is very exclusive. They don't let TV people. I mean, it is film. Yeah, on that level, it was sciences. almost Golden Globe esque. Yes, because the Globes are where TV, TV meets film. Yeah. So I almost but, thought know, that that kind of gave them a black eye a little bit because I'll, it's like, well, you can't even, you know, you, really, you can't more like a white eye drum up. Any, I mean, diversity is such an issue that you can't even go into your own vaults. You gave you have me to a like, white eye. Well, white eye. maybe this speaks to the fact that but up until, obviously there were good movies this year, but TV's really been crushing it. The best stuff going on, I think, in Hollywood for a while, it's been the TV shows, the mm -hmm. Netflix oh, God, produced yes. stuff. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, movies have been pretty weak other than the cream of the crop. Yeah. But well, they didn't have a lot of their, you know, I mean... 
There well, were we a lot of people uh, that that they could have asked that they did that weren't there. Well, that how do we know? There. How do we know they asked? And they couldn't do it. I mean, there's a lot of people boycotting it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just saying so, that the list is pretty deep of people that could have been I, there. I think presented. it was awkward for everybody. That it would must. It, I'm sure it would be difficult to be in Hollywood if you're an African American actor or actress. That you're like, well, now this thing's all controversy. Mm-hmm. If I go out there as a presenter, am I not standing strong? I mean, this was a stand. This was an. Uh, it was an odd year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much and, so. You know, does it? Um, it had to have sucked for winners that you sit in the stands and you're like, well, is this a tainted victory? Yeah, I really think the best movies got got uh, where at least the winners. Nominations for the Oscars are goofy. The, the, the one thing is they nominate so many movies in so many categories. That would be where the controversy. I would agree a little bit. Give some room that it's like you couldn't find room to shoehorn okay. in a straight out of Compton. Or um, creator spotlight in these movies where we're what is it? Is it eight in every category? Well, uh, the nominees. I don't even know if they have a limit. Five. It's five. Yeah. Um, they don't have a limit. I think the limit is anywhere from like eight to fifteen or something for movie. Yeah, because I, I remember one year they, they had too many. because yeah. they changed it. And I like, still feel like it is still too many. Yeah, it's too many. It's and, and they. That's what happened. That was the deal that one time. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you're not nominating enough movies. There's so many good movies. And, again, it's like, all right, just just put everything in there. Bridge of Spies shouldn't you have know, been there. You know, just put everything in there for the sake of everyone's bitching. And there's PC stuff. So, anyway. They're so funny. Love you guys. Channel 94.1.